mountains and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set, set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, Lord, thank you for the day. God, I'm grateful, as I've mentioned already, Father, to be in your house. I'm thankful I'm saved, God. And Lord, I'm praying right now that you'll help me. God, I need you. I need your touch, Lord. God, would you help us as we open your word right now? We're desiring to hear from you, Father. God, just speak to our hearts. God, give us what we need, Father. Speak to hearts in the only way that you can, God, and hide me behind the cross, I pray, God, in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Now, if you have a Schofield Bible or if you may have a reference Bible, maybe you do, maybe you don't, you'll look down and they have references sometimes on number and mine it does and it talks about when it speaks there and we uh, in, in the verses about the greater light and the lesser light. And uh, it, it gives a little bit of clarification on some of that stuff. It talks about how the greater light is a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we know that greater light also is the sun. When God made through His creation, He made the sun and how that can also t uh, be, a, uh, be a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the lesser light uh, is the moon. Uh, when he created the moon, and yet that also is a representation of the church, the local church today, uh, in the world we live in. And then, of course, the stars represent individual believers. And uh, just it's neat to me how God, uh, even from the very beginning, from the very God's always thinking ahead, but from the very beginning, God put even in the creation of the world, Chase, He put things into place in a way that we can take it and look at it and He can use it as symbols and types to help illustrate and paint pictures to us for things that we need in our life. That's amazing, isn't it? Now in verse 16 there it says, And God made two great lights. The greater light, we know that being the sun, to rule the day. The lesser light, we know that being the moon, to rule the night, it says. Now, I want to focus on these two great lights, all right? So, I'm going to make reference to the sun, the S-U-N. I'm going to make reference to the sun, S-O-N, amen? And, uh, and how that sun represents Jesus, also the moon, and the local church. So, I'll repeat myself a little bit, but I want to, I want to talk about those this morning. Focus more on that lesser light and the implication that has and how it has for our life, what we can apply to it in our life. But that first great light was a greater light. It was the sun, a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. The second great light was a lesser light he made. That was the moon, and uh, it's a type of the church, and, and we know he made the stars as well. But two, those two great lights that it speaks of he made, they were, hey, listen, above heads and shoulders, above all the other light he made. Well, think about it. Now, now, I'm going to get your mind going, okay? So you've got to stay with me throughout it. But you think about the sun and the moon, and those two great, they stood out, heads and shoulders above all the other light. They stood out in visibility. They stood out in appearance above all other light. Now, part of the purpose was that those two greater lights was to divide light from darkness. 
That was part we we read it there and to divide the day from the night. And uh, it says this about the sun, just a little bit about the sun. And you can Google it and look it up and, and just interesting facts about this. But it says the sun is 400,000 times brighter than the moon. That's bright. That's real bright. And, uh, and I think I said it on Wednesday night. Here's how awesome God is. Had the sun been one mile closer to this earth, it'd burn us up. But if it'd be one mile further, we'd freeze to death. I mean, you talk about God. You talk about he, He's in charge, amen. He set all this in place. And, and, and listen, you, you think about that though, Brother Jason, that greater light being the sun and the lesser light being the moon, listen, it is 400,000 times brighter than the moon. Now you go ahead now and take it to the church and Jesus, listen, I don't care how bright we may shine, listen, there's nothing greater than Jesus, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Listen, he's, it's all about Him, amen. Everything we have, and I'm going to get into some of this later, it's all because of Jesus. And that's important. It all uh, revolves around Him. So uh, the church, listen, as we let our light shine in this world, in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Listen, we know that we're nothing but earthen vessel. It says in 1 Corinthians, we've got the treasure within. That treasure within is Jesus. We don't even have a light to shine. Just like the moon, it just reflects the light of the sun. Hey, guess what? Every, anything we do and let our light shine, that's the Lord shining through us. And so when we look at that, the church, we're just a small portion of, the, of, of light compared to the true light, the great light in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There's nothing greater than Jesus. That's why, listen, we should never try to take credit. We should never, uh, we don't ever want to boast ourselves. We can do nothing without Him. He tells us that. But I'm thankful that, listen, it all goes back to Him. The songs we sing, who does it honor? It honors Jesus, amen. And when we testify, who do we testify about? We testify about Him. It all goes back to Him, amen. It's still through the blood, praise God. And I'm thankful that it all revolves around Him. So when God created the universe, that's the next thing I want to talk about. Now get this, when He created the universe, everything revolves around the sun. How about that? Now, 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 apply it to the world today and people's thinking. Everybody thinks the sun ought to revolve around them. Uh, right? That's where people struggle today. Here's the people, Brother Jason, many people think the sun, S-O-N, ought to revolve around them. Well, I'll fit him into my schedule. Uh, uh, you know, the Lord, he, he, needs a, he needs a fitter. If it's convenient to me, then I'll go to church. Amen. If it fits in my schedule, I'll do it. Right. Amen. They think the Lord. They think when it comes to the Lord and the and the Lord's work and the things of God, it's got to revolve around them. Well, it's got to revolve around my. If it fits in my plans, I'll go. If it if it fits in my schedule, I'll go. If it if it's according to my life, if it doesn't interrupt my lifestyle, then I'll do it. But when God created the universe, everything revolved around the sun. And I'm gonna tell you what, it's no different for us. Everything ought to revolve around Him. Amen. Amen. When I got saved, listen, the church took precedent in my life. Things changed in my life, amen. Aaron, there's a time I went to church just because I had to. I endured. <laughs> hey, I'd go out and live like the devil on Friday and Saturday night, and then I'd go to church on Sunday. Peace my conscience, Brother Barr. But I'm going to tell you what, when I got saved, praise God, it changed, amen. I wanted to be there, Hallelujah. 
I didn't have to be drugged there. I wanted to be there, amen. I wanted to be in the house of God. If there was going to be meeting, I wanted to be. I was afraid if I missed, I was going to miss something. I mean, I tell you what, man, I said, man, if, if, if it's going on up there, I want to be there because I want to know. I'm afraid I'm going to I mean, I was hungry for the house of God. It changed. What happened? Hey, my whole, I finally got in line with the Lord. Everything started revolving around the sun. Amen. Amen. Look, hey, vacation. The church took presence over my vacation. That changed for us as a family. Amen. Quite frankly, our vacation is church now. Hallelujah. We get excited about going to camp meeting. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen, revival took precedence over my calendar. That, 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 listen, there, there, was, there was no question. Things in my life, there was no question I was going to be in the house of God when the doors were open. Why? Because my life was revolving around the one it needed to, and that was Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank God I got it right. Amen. Why? Why is that? Why should that be? Why does that happen? Because there's no life without the sun. Now you take the SU in, things can't live without the sun. SU in. But guess what? There's no life without the Son, S-O-N. Right. Amen. And once I received life, Brother Jason, it all revolved around Him. And that's the way, hey, it can be for anybody. And uh, everything we do should be all about the Son, the S-O-N, the Son of God. And look, I don't have time for this. We've got a lot of ground I'm going to cover. But you can just jot these things down to give you some food for thought. The greater light, It'll keep you from getting too cold. Isn't that something? I love sunshine. I mean, listen, I'm ready for sunshine. But I love it. Hey, listen, it's nice. Even on those cold days at the house, you know, we got the older house. We, we open them shutters. And even on the coldest day when that sunlight come through, oh, I feel good. Man, sometimes I just stand right there. Hey, listen, it feels good. I've been in my office, the sun shine through. When it gets up over them railroad tracks, it shine through. And boy, it feels good. Keep me from getting too cold. Chris, keep it cold in the house. Freeze me to death. <laughs> Man, so keep, hey, but let me tell you what, the sun will keep him getting too cold, so the S-O-N. Amen. Hey, hey, the sun gives life. So does Jesus Christ, amen. And listen, hey, it's good for the body. Praise God. Listen, I'm telling you, I went down to Florida when I was working down there. I felt better. I felt healthier. Amen. I did, Brother Bar. I'm ready. Listen, hey, even like today, listen, people are happier today because we got the sun. It's good for your body. Talk about the vitamins and all the things. I mean, their, their son, those people live out in Alaska and stuff. I mean, people get depressed and, and over there, and, and, and where Brother Nishley's ministering over there in Greenland, it's all that dark. Man, it's rough. Rough. Hey, listen, the sun will do your body good. Jesus Christ, the S-O-N will do you good. Amen. Amen. He'll do you good. Now, that's not what I'm preaching on. That's pretty good, ain't it? Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so let's look at the lesser light. What are we going to look at? I want to, I want to give you some doctrinal, and this is just, just good, this is just good, simple Bible doctrine we're going to get this morning, all right? Good stuff. We just need, this needs, people need to know it and hear it. And what I want to do is I want to compare the lesser light with the local church. Because we know the lesser light is what? What was it? I'll just tap your brains. What was it? When he created lesser light, what was it? The moon. And the moon represents who? Church. So we're going to look at, so we're going to take the lesser light, the moon, and compare it with the local church and get some good Bible doctrine to support the principles of the Word of God on the importance of the, of the, of the local church, how it's compared to with the lesser light. Here's number one. I want to look at the purpose of the lesser light compared to the church. So the purpose, what was the purpose? We're going to see the purpose of the moon 
and what its purpose was, how it's compared to the purpose of the local church today. Look in verse 15. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven. Now look here, here it is. What was the purpose for the moon and those two greater lights? What was the purpose? What was it? In the end of the verse there, to what? To give light upon where? (laughs) I'm getting excited. I hope you see it, amen. I hope you're going to be able to grab hold of something. Listen, that was the purpose of the moon, to give light upon the earth. Look in verse 17. God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Two times we're reminded the purpose of the lesser light was to give light to the earth. You know what that means? You know what the purpose of the local church is? To be a light to this lost and dying world, amen. We're to be a light to the world, amen. We're, we're to be a light. Listen, it's not, listen to, and this is going to, it's going to simplify some things. It didn't say we're to be an entertainment center to the world. It didn't say we're just to be a hangout place where others can show up or it's just a place where they can just say, I go. It didn't say that the purpose of the moon was to fit into the world and look like the world. It said the purpose of the moon was to be a light upon the earth. Guess what the church should be? We need to be a light to this world. Amen. We need to be a light to this world. So the, the purpose is to give light upon the earth. Now here, I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again. I'll repeat myself on some of this. But I'll try not to do it too much, but just to make sure I get, get my point across. The moon doesn't have, it, it doesn't have light itself. It's just reflecting the light of the sun. It's not, listen, it, the moon is not the origin of light. It's just a reflection of the sun. Chase is getting it, ain't you? You're getting it, ain't you? Amen. Amen. Listen, that's good. It's just reflecting the sun. The only thing it can do is reflect the light from the greater light. So when you see the moon, all you're seeing is a reflection of the sun through the moon. So now let's go to the local church. We don't have no light inside of ourselves. So when people see you, they should be seeing the light from the S-O-N, amen. They should, we should be reflecting Him in our life. Because that's the purpose God intended for us to have as born-again believers in this world. All we can do is reflect the light of the sun. Now get this. This will get you going. If you're not already going, this is going to really get you going. If it don't, I'm having a good time, so just hang in there, amen. Get this. God gave two great lights. The sun to rule the day and the moon to rule the night. So guess what? When the sun's gone, He gave the moon to rule the night. In the absence of the sun, He put in place the moon till the sun comes back. Hallelujah! I'm liking this, Brother Barr. I'm feeling better as we go. Amen. You know what that means? Jesus is coming back. But until He does, Aaron, we're to be the light that the world sees. We are to be in the absence of the true, the greater light, we're to be the light that the world sees. Isn't that great? Hallelujah. The church's purpose is to be reflecting the greater light in His absence. Look, the only light some people will ever see in this world is what is reflected from you and me. Because right. we make up the local church. Do you realize that? 
That's how it, listen, that's how important it is to live for God on daily. That's how, see, God, if he just, so many people get confused. Well, I'm saving my way to heaven. That's all that matters. Listen, yes, I'm thankful you're saved on your way to heaven. But if that's all God intended for you, he would have called you home when you got saved. But he left us here on this earth. And he left us with a purpose, Aaron. And we can learn from the moon. We can see that we're the lesser light. But hey, we're to be a light to others that they may see Christ shining through us in their life that they might receive the greater light. So we need to realize we have a purpose. And, and, and the world is looking for light. And there may be, it may be some in your family. It may be some you work with. It may be your neighbor. Hey, it may be somebody you bump into or run into this week. It may be somebody you come across. Uh, uh, I know uh, Cameron being a firefighter and the girls doing the squad, seeing all kinds of people. You realize there may be people you come across this week that they have yet to see it. The only light they'll see of Christ be through your life. That's important. That's the purpose of the church. Let's look at number two. The power, let's look at the power of the lesser light compared to the local church. Now in verse 16, look what it says. And God made two great lights. The greater light, now look, if, if, you're, if you're underlining, you're marking, you ought to circle, mark, to rule. You should circle, rule. He made the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. <laughs> to rule the night. The lesser light is to rule the night. God has given the lesser light. He's given enough power, <laughs> Brother Jason, that that moon can overrule the darkness of the night. Now look, he gave the greater light to rule the day. Hallelujah. The greater light represents who? Jesus Christ. Right. There's coming a day Jesus Christ is coming back to reign and rule. His day is coming. And he's going to rule, amen. And the sun, listen, do you realize this? He's bright. The Bible tells us, and uh, I didn't write it down. I can't remember where it's at, but you can look it up. The Bible in one, and I think maybe Isaiah, but it says he's brighter than the sun. Woo. I'm going to tell you what, when the sun takes shad, becomes a shadow because of him, hallelujah, praise God. Amen. He's coming. Amen. And he's going to rule, amen. And listen, he's brighter than the sun. When the Lord Jesus Christ comes, he will be light and he's going to rule by the day. But here's what we're talking about. We're talking about the lesser light, right? That word rule, in, in, in 16, that word rule means this. This is important. It means Power, dominion, and authority. Those, that's, that's, in that word rule, it possesses power, dominion, and authority. When the greater light returns, he's going to rule by day. That's why it says the day of the Lord's at hand. But until then, <laughs> until then, he left the lesser light in the absence of him to rule the night. That word rule, Brother Jason, the authority, the power, and the dominion, it means the same thing for the lesser light as it does for the greater light. Amen. 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 You know what that means? Christ has given you power. You've got power over this world. 
Amen. Dominion over it. Amen. As a child of God, you have authority. We've been given authority in this dark hour. That's why it don't matter how dark it gets out here, it shouldn't affect us. Amen. That's right. Amen. Let me tell you how far our thinking's got away from the Word of God. This is why it's good, this this, this doctrinal truth. Here's what most people think today. Church ain't got no power. And the way a lot of Christians are living, it's like, hey, uh, uh, we we got sodomites coming out the closet and we've got, uh, like the church is going in. We've been given power over the darkness. It says to rule, to rule. Man, listen, we, we should not be walking with our heads hung low. As Christians, I got news for you. Listen, he's given the church in this dark day, we have power and authority and dominion over this earth. Amen. And listen, part of, the, part of again, we look at the purpose, it was also to divide light from darkness. We've got power to do that, to recognize and to divide light from darkness. The church has power to divide light from darkness. That lesser light, think about this, those of you that hunt, and you don't have to hunt, but if you live out in the country, and most of us do, which is a good thing, think about when a full moon's out. Man, you don't even need a flashlight. If I'm hunting now, I always tell Chrissy, I look at it, if it's going to be a full moon, I say, man, deer, the deer will be moving throughout the night, because why? They, because what's happening? The lesser light, it's ruining the darkness, man. It's lighting it up. I mean, you can walk through the woods. You don't need, there, there are trails that I have to walk on and use a flashlight to get there. But if it's a full moon, I don't need anything. That moon shines so bright. Well, hey, darkness has no other option but to disappear. You think about that. It's that powerful. In the, it, it diminishes the darkness that lesser light does. Amen. And when that full moon is reflecting the light of the sun, that darkness has to depart. There's no power it has over the lesser light. So guess what? Just because we're living in dark days don't mean it should affect us. Amen. We should be shining bright. Amen. We should be shining bright. The church ought to reflect enough light for the sun, the S-O-N, that it dominates over darkness. And when we're reflecting the light of the greater light, we have power over darkness. We're not to be ruled by darkness. We're not to be ruled by darkness. We're to rule over it. But what happens today? You got the modern church, they're ruled by darkness. <laughs> well, what are they doing out there? Let's bring it into the church. We're to rule over darkness. We're not to be ruled by darkness. He gave us power over that. Amen. We don't have to walk around with our heads down. We don't have to be ashamed. We shouldn't need to walk on eggshells. Look, there was a day and a time, and I mentioned this in Sunday school, when the leaders of this country, they looked to the Word of God to set the laws. Amen. And, and they, they would, what, what, when we went to set the laws, what do we look at? They went to the Word of God. They went to the local church. What were the men of God preaching? And that's what they did. Hey, and guess what? Darkness was overpowered then too, Brother Jason. That's why Billy Sunday could come to Stanton, Virginia, and most of you know him. And hey, listen, he came to, to Stanton, Virginia and preached, and bars shut down. Why? Because people got right with God. People got saved. They walked that sawdust trail, Brother Barr, and it wasn't just out of an emotion thing. They got born again. I'm telling you, hey, the light was over. He had dominion over the darkness. Amen. Why? Because they were looking to the true light that it would reflect in the midst of the darkness.
and overrule that. We've got authority and power. Amen. There was a day when the church ruled over darkness. Now it's just opposite. Amen. You've got them serving alcohol in churches. That's, that's, that's a disgrace. That's so far from the truth. We're, and we're just seeing simple doctrine here. You, you got you got people in church. You got preachers now drinking and deacons drinking. They used to preach against it. Amen. Look, you've got church members going to the clubs now. That's not having dominion and authority over it. That's giving in to it. But he said, "For you, as the church, as a lesser law, till I come back, you rule over that. You have power and authority to rule over that." God did not save us to be dominated by darkness. Regardless of what the world may think and what people are saying, the church has power over darkness. Here's number three. We've got to move on. I want to look at the pool. The pool of the lesser light compared to the church. All right, young people. We'll test your nuggets. Where do we get gravity from? More than space. Where does it come from? What? The moon. Do you realize it comes from the moon? The moon, listen, the moon, it's amazing. The moon causes that pull. Do you realize this, Brother Jay? If the moon didn't exist, we'd be flung all over the place. Do you realize that? It's the power, the pull, gravity, and the pull of the moon keeps everything together. Now look, I, I did some digging onto this. The earth, they say, is spinning at a thousand miles per hour. I don't feel dizzy. Thank God the moon's stabilizing me. I'm getting somewhere. Amen. The reason we're not flying just out of control and, and all over the place is because of the moon. It's the pull. It's that stabilizing force. Now look, think about this. I had a, I had a other preacher mention it. I was doing this and, and he mentioned this and made me think, the world's round. There's some people right now, they're upside down, don't even know it. The earth ain't flat. It's round. You might be upside down, Brother Jason. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, really? Some of you brainiacs may want to figure it out, but that's the truth. The earth is round. And there may be some, but hey, what keeps it all together? The moon. Gravity. You know what keeps us stable in this world? The local church. Very good, Miss Kayla. You see how important this church is? Listen, today people think, well, I don't need church. I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to tell you what, you need church as bad as you need the Lord. Amen. 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 The, listen, the influence and pull of the church that it has on our lives keeps us grounded and keeps us stable. Look, I know we all have done this probably as parents. You take your kids and you get them, get them going around the circle, you know, and they get running. And get them going, get them going. Next thing you know, their feet are off the ground. And they're like, yeah. And you're holding their arms, man, and their little feet. If you let go, whoo! We're spinning a thousand miles per hour. But the only thing that's keeping me grounded today, Chase, is the moon. Praise God. Listen, you think of how many times you would have flew apart if it hadn't been for the local, a good church and good preaching and a good message, amen. Praise God, amen. 
Think of how many times, listen, hey, when you were very unstable and on shaky ground, but it was a message preached at church, or it was a message you got out of a meeting that grounded you and stabilized you, amen, and got you back, amen, and kept you from flying apart, amen. Amen. It's hard to tell where we'd be today if it wasn't. Hey, it's hard to tell where we'd be today, not only with Jesus, but without the church, amen. It's important. Listen, there's been times I have said, if all I could do is just get to the house of God. You all have no idea what you mean to me. There have been times, listen, I'm talking, and even with my family, because we may be going through things, if I can just get to church. If I just walk through the doors of this little building, amen. If I just get into the house of God, Brother Jason. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, hey, listen, it, it matters. It makes a difference. If I could just get down to camp meeting. Amen. If I could just get there. If we could just get to Brother John and say, hey, listen, the devil be fighting and, and, and you're just saying, just get us there, Lord. Why? Because, listen, you'll get some stabilization. You'll get grounded. You'll get what you need to keep you from flying apart and losing your testimony and, hey, getting lost in the craziness of this world and flying all about to and fro like the world does. Hey, you can be grounded. What to do that? The local church will, amen. Amen. The pool of the church. Hey, it can influence you to do right when you're, when you're tempted to do wrong, praise God. I'm thankful for that, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Listen, we need preaching that will step on our toes and challenge our hearts. Why? Because the world out here is going to try this week to steer your heart away from God, amen. Thank God for the pull and the power God's given to the local church to stabilize you and make you do right when you're tempted to do wrong. Amen. Amen. Now look, I thought this was interesting. The moon has such a pull, all right, that two major things happen every day. I know Brother Barth and Miss Kimberly, their kids, they'll understand it. If I just keep talking a little bit with having their house down there where they have that, that, that house they have in your summer home, but the water, there are two important things that take place every day because of the pull of the moon, the tide. Think about it. The tide happens because of the pull of the moon. It comes in and it goes out. Two times, listen, a day the tide changes in the ocean. And here's what happens, Brother Jason. The pull of that moon, hey, it pulls water to a point and it swells. And in the direction it pulls, it swells closer to the moon. And then it'll pull it back to another direction and swell it closer to wherever that moon's at. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty amazing. It swells toward the moon. Now listen, when the moon is doing that, and when the moon through that pull, those objects that are closer to the moon, they have a stronger pull. <laughs> Praise God. You get in a local church and you get in the right church, amen, and you get planted there, praise God. And I'm telling you what, when the Holy Spirit of God pulls on your heart, He'll keep you stabilized when the world try to pull against you because He's stronger than the pull of the world, amen. And if you'll stay close to the church and stay close to the Lord, praise God, you'll always just find yourself rising to Him, amen, and moving away from the world, hallelujah. Listen, that also means we should have some pull as a local body of believers on humanity on people that are lost look 
we ought to, I mentioned this in Sunday school, but the church, we should, have, we should have that power and that pull, listen, that causes people to swell in that direction. So what do you mean by that? Well, I mean this. When someone walks through the doors of our church, they'll be able to feel the presence of God. Right. Amen. Amen. It should be able to feel that, whether lost or saved. Feel that, amen. If we're, if we're doing what we're supposed to do and, and we're, we're allowing for the purpose to be made right, God, there will be a pull there, amen. God will work. The Bible says He draws men unto Him. I'll never forget when, I, when, when God really began working on me, man. That little church we'd pass by. And look, we was going to a church. They quit having church on Sunday nights and have any Wednesday night. Thought Sunday morning was good enough. Let me tell you what, if, 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 if all I need was Sunday morning, I'm, I'm in worse shape than them people, I reckon. I need Sunday night, Wednesday nights, amen. amen. But yet, Brother Jason, that pool was there. Because God had a purpose, hallelujah. And I'm telling you right now, we ought to have a pool. There ought to be a pool. Not only, hey, does that, does that moon have an effect, but we as a local body, there ought to be. Listen, as what I was talking about being spirit-filled this morning as a Christian, as a child of God in Sunday school, there ought to be an effect we have on a lost world that they know there's something greater in us, working in us, that's greater than us ourselves. And I'll be the Lord, amen. Here's my fourth thing, almost done. I want to look at the position of the lesser light compared to the church. Now look, the moon is the closest thing in appearance to the sun. How about that? So guess what? The church ought to be the closest thing in appearance to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? The closest thing in the world and that the world ought to see of the Lord Jesus Christ ought to be found in the church. In the church. We ought to reflect so much light of the Lord Jesus that when they see us, they see our family, they see us as individuals, they even see our church, they know there's a difference. Amen? They see the power of Jesus living through us. Now let me just say this before I forget. There are some people that say this, well, I've got the Lord, why do I need church? Let's look back at our Bible. He created both. And both have a purpose. Yes, you do need Jesus, Amen. Because listen, you're not going to get to heaven without Him. But you also need local church. Amen. There's a purpose for that. God created both. Look, I know the Lord. Listen, I know the Lord's coming. We rejoice in that. What a day that's going to be. But while He's not here, do you know the next best thing to being with Him is the church. That's how good it ought to be. Amen. I pray it's that way for you all, and I, I believe it is, but I want to be, we move out to Weir's Cave, I want to be that way to others, amen. 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 That it's that important, it's that much, amen. The next best thing, Chase, to you being home with the Lord, and one day that's going to happen, is the church, amen. It ought to be Old Pass Baptist Church for you, son. Amen. 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 It ought to mean that much. Right. That's why Brother Richard and Miss Betty are driving an hour and a half to get here. That's why Brother Mays and Miss Mays are driving an hour to come, amen. That's why Aaron and Chrissy and Adam will come 45 minutes almost to an hour to come to church, amen. That's why you've sacrificed from being with your family in West Virginia. I tell you why, amen. Because of the blessing you have on the church, amen. Amen. It ought to mean something, amen. It's the next best thing to be with the Lord, amen. If the church is right. And the church is doing what the church should be doing. And the man of God is right. That local church ought to be the next best thing to Jesus himself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He intended for it to be that way. 
Boy, it breaks my heart. And I thank God for our church. Amen. I thank God for you all because I know it's important. That's why Miss Sue would drive on Sunday night. She can't hardly see at night, but she'll still come on Sunday night Wednesday night because she wants to be in the house of God. Amen. It means something, amen. I appreciate you all. I appreciate your love and desire to be here. I'm telling you, we, we're rare because there are some people, it breaks my heart, they just consider, well, that's where I go. That's what I've got to do. I've got to be there. I've got to pull my time. Hey, the next best thing to the Lord ought to be local church. Right. If it's right, it will be. It will be, amen. All right, let's look at this. The fifth thing. The phases of the lesser light compared to the church. The phases. Now, wouldn't you think it'd just be better to have full moon all the time? Man, hey, coyote hunt. I want to go coyote hunting so bad. We got to go shoot some coyote. But they say you can coyote hunt on a full moon. You don't even need the light. You can just shoot them. That's what I'm talking about. I can't shoot a deer. I could shoot a deer on a full moon, but I ain't supposed to shoot a deer on a full moon, so I ain't going to do that. But there have been some I've seen on a full moon I could have put but listen, you say, well, wouldn't it just be great to have a full moon all the time? Nope. Why not? Look at verse 14. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be, look here, for signs and for seasons and for days and years. You know what he's saying here? The moon goes through phases. It goes through seasons. The moon sometimes, when it's bright and full, it's reflecting, I mean, it's beaming, it's a full moon. But then you, hey, there are times it's half moon, quarter moon. It, it, it goes through phases. It goes through phases. And in those phases, sometimes the reflection of the sun isn't as much as it is in other phases. You know, the sad thing is, you, you, can, you can live in this world and, and not even notice the moon at times. You can. I mean, it's there. You just ain't seeing it. It's there, but you're just not seeing it. Why? It's not reflecting the light it's supposed to. That light is not being reflected like it is at other times. But then there's something called this, Brother Jason. It's called a new moon. Amen. And as it goes, as this moon goes through phases, it gets to the point where it gets into the new moon. And Chase, here's what I learned when I was reading about it and studying about it. It says this, it's, it's, a, it's a refreshing stage. <laughs> hmm. It's a refreshing stage. It means it's going to get new again. And it's going to get full again, amen. That it's coming. It may, it may be going through those seasons, but when it talks about that new moon, it's being refreshed. And what happens, Miss Kayla, that same moon that maybe only showed that talked the thumbnail, you know, you service, there's a time, the new moon, it's going to come back and it's going to be a full moon again. Amen. It's going to be shining brighter again. And look, that renewal, that, that new moon, that process is part of the phasing process. It's over and over again, Brother Jason. It's renewed again and again. It ain't a new moon. It's the same moon. It's just been renewed. Look, a church going to go through seasons. We've been through times here. It's not always glory. It's not always great. 
It's, it's not always just full and shining and reflecting the way we want it to be. But thank God for the renewal process, Brother Jason. Amen. Thank God just as the moon goes through phases and sometimes we're in a phase. It's like, hey, it's, we're not where we want to be and, and we're not perfect. But hey, thank God we can know the renewal time is coming. Amen. 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 Church not always should be. No church is perfect. But I'm thankful we don't get stuck in just one phase, Brother Amen. Jason. Amen. Amen. We go through phases. we got to go through things. You know why God has us going through things? Because if it was just stuck on a full moon, we'd be unappreciative of it. Right. Think about the sunshine. We ain't had sunshine in a while. We're awful thankful for any bit of sunshine we can get. Amen. Huh? If we had sunshine all the time, guess what? Look, I went down to Florida when I was working, man. I was like, oh, man. I get in that little Uber car. I tell the little guy driving, man, I love this sunshine. It's great. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. It's like this every day of the year. I'm like, man, not where I come from. We got snow. <laughs> amen. I was thankful for the sun. Amen. amen. Tell you what, you get, hey, you, get, you get some dark days, you'll be thankful for the sun. Amen. Right. Praise God. Amen. Look, it'll change your attitude, change your outlook, change your actions. The lesser light goes through phases. But I'm going to tell you what, you sure can appreciate because those phases, that full moon. See, we're so automated today, I guess, and so, as far as technology-wise, so much artificial light. But back in the days, man, I mean, they relied on the full moon to get work done, to travel, to do things. So when it wasn't a full moon, man, they was waiting for that full moon again, Brother Jason. And when that full moon came back around, boy, they appreciated that. You go back in the Bible times, a lot of them traveled at night. It was so hot during the day, they couldn't. So they would travel. So when that full moon came, boy, they could see. They were appreciative of it. I'm going to tell you what, we go through things in our life, be thankful you do. Amen. Because if we didn't, we become ungrateful. Amen. But I'm thankful we don't get stuck in a phase, Brother Jason. That renewal, you hang in there, amen. That renewal time's coming, praise God. Now there's one problem the moon faces. And I'm going to end with this. You need to be aware of it. With all of that, there's one problem the moon faces. That lesser light. And it's a time when the light from that moon, as it's supposed to be reflecting, is affected by a lunar eclipse. A lunar eclipse. What is a lunar eclipse? It's when the sun and the earth and the moon all move in perfect light. That's what happens, Brother Jason. And here's what happens. The earth, the world, eclipses. When that takes place, what happens and what affects the moon, Chase, the world eclipses the light from the moon that coming from the sun. It takes it itself. It darkens the moon's light. Aaron, the moon can't fulfill its purpose when the world moves in the way and eclipses that light it's supposed to be reflecting. The moon cannot rule by night. It loses the authority, the power, the dominion that's mentioned of when the world gets in the way. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Listen to me. The local church will lose its power, will lose its dominion over darkness, will lose its authority to rule over darkness when the world gets in the way. When the world gets in the way. When the world begins to blend 
in with the church, it loses its effectiveness. It begins to lose its purpose in what it's supposed to do. Why? Because just like the world eclipses that light from reflecting, when the world moves into the church, it robs the effectiveness of that church to do what God intended for it to do all along. Look, this is where the rubber meets the road. This church, Old Paz Baptist Church, or any other church, will never be what we're supposed to be if we let the world in. If we let the world blend, it's going to eclipse our light. It's going to rob Brother Barth the light from the S-O-N that we are to be reflecting to a world that is only going to see the light of the S-O-N through the church. That's why in 1 John chapter 2, love not the world, neither things that are in the world. When we allow those things to begin to feed our lust, our flesh, that pride of life, it gets in the way of the church having the power and the pull and the authority and the dominion God intends for the church to have. Church is losing its power because the church is becoming more worldly. See, we're not weird at Old Pastor Baptist Church and we're not legalistic. We're just trying to be biblical. Amen? Amen. Why? Because until Jesus returns, that's what he wants us to do. Amen. We're to rule the night. Amen. The average church is so intrigued by the world, they're not even scaring the devil. Not even scaring the devil. Boy, why don't you go to Vienna? They ain't scaring the devil. Amen. Can I tell you something you know what the devil would love to do? Here's what he'd love to do. The old past Baptist church, here's what he'd love to do to you. He would love, he would love to use the world to eclipse your light. To get you so full of the world, to mingle it so much that it's eclipsing that light that people, when they're looking at you, they're not seeing Jesus at all. It's having no effect upon them to rule through that darkness, Brother Jason. Look, we, we are to divide light from darkness. That's a purpose he had for both great lights. We're not to mix them together. Amen? Look, thank God for the lesser light. <laughs> it's interesting about the moon, how we learn from creation. Right here in the beginning, the first chapter of the Bible, look at the doctrinal truth he's laid out to us for us to keep doing what we're doing, Brother Jason. He's given us. Thank God for the lesser light. You're sitting in the next best thing to heaven. You believe that? I hope you do. If you don't, come to the altar, amen. 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 Let's not let the world get in. Amen. Let's stay in